Hey, welcome into another Mystery Fifth Hour presented by McCurry Van and Car Rental along with Rockstar Lance Taylor, Jim Dunaway. I'm Ryan Brown. Great to have everyone along. Obviously, McCurry Car and Truck Rental, Van and Truck Rental gets you the trucks, SUVs, passenger vans. They're tough to find right now. Yes, they are. They make it easy to rent, helping you get in and out fast. Locations in Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville, and Coleman on 2nd Avenue Northwest. Call and reserve your rental today, 256-559-1003, or visit McCurryRentals.com. McCurryRentals.com or 256-559-1003. LT was just out of town. McCurry was not local, and boy, that's, it was a headache. That was, that was a problem. I was in Mobile, and I had to drop a car off to my daughter, so I had to find a way back. There's no direct flights, and so I had to do a rental, and one-way rentals are really difficult. I was talking to Brown about it, and if McCurry would have been down in Mobile, it would have been easy, easy fix. Right. I had to go to Enterprise, $238 for a rental. Then I had to put gas in it, so I spent $268, oh. and I was in the car for four and a half hours. <laughs> four and a half hours. That's, that's a pretty good turnaround for them. You don't get that at McCurry Van and Car Rental. Go to McCurryRentals.com. McCurryRentals.com. You're normally there to point. Dunaway's not doing Sorry. his job. He's not. He's, uh, I know. Hey, yeah, why don't y'all switch places? Because uh, he was sick. I was trying to be good for you, coughing right at you. So. I want a team player, dude. So I'm just going to uh, get you sick. I know. So no, why would you do that for Lance and not me? You're looking that direction. The cough can still go this way. Yeah. yeah. Kurt, you got you, you the, you the, the Fernando Valenzuela <laughs> cough. Back into <laughs> the left. Fantastic. My yeah. topic is, uh, so I used to be a big fan of the, the movie Michael Keaton, Multiplicity with Harold Ramis. Still never seen it. It's a great film uh, where he, such a busy dad at work, can't be with his kids, so he decides to make a clone to do the stuff he doesn't want to do. So if you had a clone of yourself, what would you use it for? Now be, keep in mind of uh, the paradox of that, like, well, he'll just do the shows on Friday so I could go out. You have to remember your, your clone only remembers what he was cloned to do. So if you clone him today, he has all your memories from today. So I'll give you an example. If Maggie had a clone, she would use it to bang you. Yeah. Right, you right. Go. So if I've got my clone <laughs> at like work though i have to be closed up in my house right i can't be out Correct. playing golf or whatever no you could somewhere else but the thing is brown number two has to know what brown number one said to dunaway yesterday because you're being filled in like remember when you said yesterday on the show uh, and he'd be what like what a pain uh, so you use it for mundane tasks like going to the dmv yeah going to the doctor right uh, i don't know what you could use it for to not be because you'd have to prep it so much to realize all right, this is the conversation I have with this person. you got to go to this dinner party for me. This is what they're going to ask you because you're not privy to all that information. But, but if my clone goes to the gym for me, <laughs> no, do, I get get the, do I get the workout benefit? Because no, no. <laughs> that's where I start. Yeah. We're going to need you to do some more <laughs> yeah. squats there. Buddy. I'm going to need you to hit those abs a little harder today. Put that today. in there for 12 hours a day. Yeah, it could be cool to have him do a rigorous diet for like six months and work out. And just like, let you just let me see what I would if, look if, like. I, if I did this, if I actually yeah. put in the effort to what would it yeah. exchange? At that point, I'd be stuck with Maggie's clone, and Maggie would be yeah. with my in-shape clone. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't want to pull a 100 like Brown over there, but I don't know if I would use this. It seems like such a pain in the ass. And those mundane tasks that you talk about, I mean, how often do you really do them? Once every couple of weeks, maybe? Dude, you would have that thing on our show every day. We would never see real you again. We'd have to somehow mark you for real just to see, is this two? real? Well, I mean, what am I going to do every day? You act like I don't like doing the show. I come in with energy. I come in with a smile on my face. You do, man. You do. A you smile do. on my face. 
Yeah. Uh, that might have been a little far. I'll give you the energy, the smile on your face. Bobby. I don't smile. No. You do. You do. Especially, you smile a anyway, lot more now. Sure. Anyway, that's fine. I, you know, I just, I don't know. The dentist, yeah. Uh, colonoscopy. Oh, he does smile. This is not the real one. <laughs> colonoscopy, yeah. You'd use it for the colonoscopy? Oh, yeah. Dude, I check mine every other day. <laughs> see, I'd want the doctor checking my the real me out. I don't want him checking the clone hey, out. Have you guys ever heard of people that shit in the box to use for their colonoscopy? Did, Did you really? Mm -hmm. well, it's not just, in a box. It's like it. I mean, it makes it sound like a. No, I just. I mean, it just seems like it would be a little inaccurate. I mean, look, I didn't it, like it, doing it, the colonoscopy, but I figure if I can do it, do it once every ten years and be done, I'm yeah. Colaguard is the company you're talking yeah. about, and they send you a little. Now it is. It. I told Jennifer. I said it's really kind of demeaning, to be honest with you. Do you want me to walk you through the whole process? Please. Okay. I would like to hear. Yeah. Don't, okay. you, don't you smear it on there? Because I'm going to assume your, your clone would have done this, right? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if I could trust my clone. Uh, but does he have the same exact elf as me? You don't know. Yeah, you like, don't know. I don't know. Right. That's a roll of the dice right there. So they send you a box, and you open the box, and it's got like a almost like a cylinder in there with a real a tight screw top. Like a thermos? Oh, it's bigger than that, though. It's like, I mean, it's like a big bowl. And it's got a contraption that you put underneath your toilet lid, and you put that down in there, and you sit on it and go. It's like, like you shit in a crock pot. It's so a you, send them, you send them your whole bowel movement? Mm -hmm. Yep. So then wow. it's got this thing of liquid that you pour in that. So you take that, right, and you pour the liquid in there. I don't know what the liquid does. But you pour it in there, and then you close it up tight. I mean, it screws tight. And what if you don't and have a, then a, you've got if you don't you, have a clean shack? And you've got the uh, then you've got a little test tube that's got a little this is what you're talking about, it's got a little little um, wand in it. And you pull the wand out and you rub it on there. Oh. Good. Oh, it's no fun. And then you put that back down in the test tube that's also got liquid in it and close that tied up. And then you put all that back in there and you ship it back to them. Now, as I told my wife, um, there are probably some bad jobs in the world, but there is somebody where I ship that that has got to open that oh, thing. Oh, God. <laughs> My poop. What, I mean, what, what a terrible job. So what uh, are the benefits? Football Saturday. He's got Fiesta yeah, soup. I, oh, God. <laughs> is it just the fact that you um, it, didn't want to have to deal with the prep? It tests markers. It just keeps from having to go to the doctor and deal with all that. Yeah, it tests markers for uh, colon cancer. And then it will alert you back. You know, you need to go see. And even if it Can it you sue them if they miss? You know, I would assume you can sue people for anything. <laughs> you run um, that shit wrong. The, you know, you can, um, it doesn't like come back and say, hey, you've got colon cancer or something like that. It just comes back and says. That's abnormal. Yeah, it's abnormal. Go yeah. see a doctor. And, and they even tell you, like, because you have to read the whole thing. They even tell you if it says it's abnormal, this does not mean you have cancer. It just means, you know, we can't 100% rule out you don't. I think that they can, like, the response can either be normal or abnormal or whatever it is. I can't remember exactly what the word is. How'd you do? Uh, I passed. Did you have to go to the post office and like, uh, drop it off? And everything? Uh, my wife did that for me. Uh, she boxed it up and everything. I mean, I closed up everything tight and put it there and she boxed it up. fragile and stuff like that. I just can't imagine, though. Can you imagine? I mean, maybe. You don't end up with fingerprints all over the place, do you? I mean, maybe there's like a. a Ooh, homemade fudge. God. Maybe it's like there's a machine that extracts all that but can you imagine that being your job well, you like every day in, you have to untwist no, this and, and think about uh, like God. some of the people like i would assume like mark mangino's mm. shit smells worse than another i would have to imagine yeah yeah Lance, I, I, yeah. <laughs> but I do a little i do a little one and two at the same time it, i don't no, like eat can't. all my i don't eat all my fries and then eat all my burger You're i'm like a, a bird you i'm do, a one at the same time yeah i'm a one it's just leaking when you take it i'm a one at two at the same time it's impossible you can't do that not so the way my, it's constructed. Uh, you don't know. Yeah. So 
one no, you'd be pissing on the wall while you're shitting the crock pot. <laughs> so what one is shooting <laughs> one way and it's No, it's just I'm just saying the way it's designed, room. you can't do both. It's it's impossible. So I can't do one? Or uh, you're telling me it won't go into the tucker. container. Right, you it's not going to go into the container. Okay. Yeah, even then, uh, I don't think you could do that. Okay, okay. I'm just telling y'all. Okay. Uh, anyway, by the way, can I justify so, why the reason I'm drinking straight bourbon? Well, well I was going to say okay. real quick, though. Uh, what was I going to say real quick? I can't remember. Oh, no, I gagged at least three or four times, like mm. on my own. Oh, my God. Like it's my stuff, and it's gagging me. Yeah. Not necessarily just the smell, but the idea of it oh. just gagged me. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine like doing that every day. Like, here comes the conveyor belt, yeah. and it stops in front of you, and you have to, oh, and that's your job all day. How do you go to lunch? Yeah. Like, how do you eat lunch after that job? Yeah. I, just, I can't imagine that job. Since 1992 National Championship game, where we had to do our editing in a hotel room, and we had an edit, we had separate hotel rooms, but the edit bay where we were all editing, we had the edit equipment set up, was next to my room. And I went and took a good New Orleans sit down after lunch one day. And I went back into the edit room and they were like covering their mouths. They're like, my God, we can smell you oh, in the other room. No, that's me. embarrassing. Ever since then, I have never been able to go on okay. road games anymore around anyone. I'm, to- I'm going to apologize for bringing this up. I just said that my my other um, clone. being and yeah, my clone would have would have gotten a colonoscopy. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, no, why are you drinking bourbon? Because we it's just not recorded- clone, clearly. Typically, we record Bam and Bourbon on a Tuesday, but because I was out of town, we're doing it today. So I already recorded it, and this is just my leftover that I brought in here. So okay, anyway, so does I have a problem. I typically don't, you know, on Wednesday afternoons drink bourbon. Yeah, I was gonna say my clone. Like I didn't understand all the rules, so I was gonna say like I would find events I don't want to go to and just send my clone. But it's gonna be obvious I've sent my clone. You have to prep them. That's the thing. Like yeah, that. I don't want to go to that much stuff. trouble. So I'd probably just do mundane tasks like blow the leaves, like. You know, you, you hate your neighbor. But you can hire somebody to do that. I you can, know. but my clone's for free. Yeah, where are you going to keep them, too? Yeah, expensive you, with huh? you got to keep them away from your family. Where do you keep them? Oh, I didn't know that. I got to have them from my family, well, too. Well, they find two dads around and two husbands around. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to keep them. Oh, you're this, right. Yeah. Pool, leaves. I mean, this. Yeah, yeah but this is a bigger problem than it's worth. Labor. If yeah. I've got to hide him and fill him in on all this yeah. stuff. <laughs> the funny scene in elementary school when the kid walks in. I've got two dads. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess my name task, but now that you've put it the way you've put it, I don't yeah, think I'm don't, interested. I'm going to pass. Thank I don't you. want to clone either. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Is it a good movie? Uh, it's a funny movie. Uh, it's really good. Well, the problem is he clones himself and he has a number Spoiler two. Spoiler alert. He clones himself up to number two and then finds out, well, damn, I'm not getting it. I can get so much more if I had a third one. Yeah. Well, if you clone it again, there might be a little bit of difficulties. It starts... Uh, the uh, the DNA starts getting messed up. Yeah, because yeah. the original you're not not as good as the original. Copy, it's a copy of a copy. Copy of a copy now. And so they do the fourth one, and the fourth one's just all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's just interesting to have them all living in the guest house and stuff like that. If you could clone anything, what would you clone? Money. Be great to have money. It's a little clone machine. Talk about a person, but or on a on a garden grande. Or a. Uh, okay, so are you I'm only kidding. Ariana? No. Um, somebody in the chat solo. somebody in the chat room when Lance was out the other day said, I love how LT hates Taylor Swift but loves Ariana Grande. That's not true. I like Taylor Swift. Like, Buddy, it ain't about the yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> she sings too. By the way, I, I like both of their music. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'll go ahead and answer it for him. He would clone Sean McVay. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, he's lost a few games. Look not at it. Probably clone Lady Bird. Like, but would you wait until late so in Lady sad. Bird's life so sad. and clone her so that you're guaranteed to have another one? No, I go, go on and clone her and then I clone her again. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But 
but it gets worse <laughs> because it's a copy of a copy. Uh, so all uh, of a sudden now, it's not going to uh, be one of the 2,000 fastest dogs in Birmingham. Yeah, she's going to be like a little I know. OSF. I'd probably say, wait. here, Lady you're, you're gonna I'd run wait, the other I'd direction. Wait, I'd wait four more years. You're going to pull up your app and you're going to go, hmm, we've lost some foot yeah. speed. Yeah. As we record this, she turns four tomorrow. Yeah. So are you starting to, to think no. too far down the road now? There goes that away. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just—they just, brought up clones, so I'm just saying. If I'm, but but earlier in the trash when we were recording this, oh no. we had a a pet and throw rug. dog. Yeah. yeah, and we all instantly said, "No, that's yeah. out of bounds." And yeah. you were like, "No, there's no way we can do that for Lady Bird." Well, I mean, it looks like your dog got flattened on the mm -hmm. interstate. Yeah. You just drug it into your den and put it in the front. I mean, it's a little morbid to begin with, but then when you see the look, it yeah, does it look like steamroller. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Not good. Okay, so my topic, you want to reset? Hey, let me reset here. McCurry. It is McCurry Van and Car Rental. McCurry Van and Car Rental. They bring you the mystery fifth hour. Uh, listen, rent from McCurry. They've got the local rental company, so you're depending on local people, not people from somewhere else, right? They have all kinds of vehicles to choose from, including trucks, SUVs, and passenger vans. They make it easy to rent, helping you get in and out fast. Locations in Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville, and Coleman, 2nd Avenue Northwest. Call and reserve your rental today, 256-559-1003. That's 256-559-1003. Or visit mccurryrentals.com. That is mccurryrentals.com. So my topic, uh, the last time I asked this question, I think it was 2014 or 15, the night before the Iron Bowl, or two nights before the Iron Bowl, uh, the last time I was on Hey Coach. And it was the final question I asked Nick Saban. And I asked him, what's the last movie that made you cry? I'm going to rephrase it a little bit for us. But he just looked at me. He's like, where the hell do you ask these questions? Yeah, I you know? guarantee he's never cried in a movie. Uh, I don't know about that. So no, I would, I'd almost guarantee that. I, I would rephrase by saying what movie was the most emotional film you've ever seen. And there, there's a couple for me. Um, I start with Finding Neverland, and yeah. and uh, it's it's a true story based on the playwright that uh, created Peter Pan, and he befriends um, a single mom of I think three kids, and Kate Winslet plays that mom, and Johnny Depp's the playwright, and uh, man, it's just uh, she gets terminally ill. You assume it's cancer, mm. but just what the kids go through, they 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 throw her because she can't go to the premiere night. They throw her a special. Um, play in the house, set it up, all is Neverland. And, you know, the kids know she's about to die. It's just, it is very, very emotional. I thought. I thought it was a really good movie, too. And the other, the first movie I take, took the roommate to see was uh, Manchester by the Sea. Couldn't, couldn't finish it. Holy shit. For a second, his house burns down. Wait, so it's been six years, so spoiler alert. If Casey you haven't watched it yet, Casey Affleck won Best Actor for it. He leaves the house to get some beer. And his kids are in the house asleep. Mm. Log rolls out, burns the house down. When he gets back, all his kids are burned up. Mm. And there's a scene with him and Michelle Williams after the fact because they get a divorce. And he runs into her like two years later. And she's got a kid from a new husband. And they have this just heart to heart that is just, it's literally heartbreaking. So that was the mom, Michelle Williams? Yeah. Oh, and she went on and had another kid. She too. had another kid, and he—he's just—he is completely broken, mm. and you know he never really has any redemption. And Jim cry right here, just on the description. Oh, well, I cry all the time. No, it would—it would make you yeah. bawl. It was so sad, and you know, once you get immersed in a movie like that, you forget it's a movie, and you're like, mm. and I'm watching a emotional train wreck. Anyway, those were the two for me that well, jumped out. Well, mine was—I uh, think I've said it before, but uh, I've only seen it once. It's a terrible movie, but Cuba Gooding Jr. Anthony Hopkins' instinct. 
It's about a guy, Anthony Hopkins is a gorilla scientist that researched gorillas and everything. He leaves his wife and kids to go to Africa to study these gorillas. And he decides to, I'm just going to live here. I'm going to live here. And somehow, uh, Cooper Gooding Jr. is an investigator. I can't remember how it connects. I've only saw it once. But uh, Anthony Hopkins decides to live with the gorillas and the silverback and everything. They form this big circle. You're not allowed in the circle. Three weeks goes by, and he wakes up in the rain one day, and like he's finally included in the circle. And so the gorillas have accepted Anthony they, they, Hopkins. They they don't they don't eat with them or anything, but and they why wouldn't they, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all grown out and everything. Sir Anthony Hopkins. And so uh, there's another scene where finally these this mother gorilla, out of nowhere, she's nursing her baby and looks at Anthony Hopkins, and just gives it to him. And Anthony Hopkins like starts crying and everything, and then literally like two seconds later, poachers just. You get, get, get all the gorillas. Except for the one Anthony Hopkins is holding? No, I think he got that one too. Oh, okay. And Anthony Hopkins freaks out. Somehow, so, Anthony Hopkins somehow survived. Yeah, pretty good so, shot. He has like a, a Kevlar vest. <laughs> yeah. So Cuba Gooding Jr. has to go. I can't remember how the what gorilla that, took the, the thing is, but he has to investigate because uh, they bring Anthony Hopkins back and they think he's insane. And so they put them in this insane asylum thing. And there's a basketball court where there's their, their rec time. And this horrible prison guard guy, the guard there, says, like, every day we're going to draw cards. Whoever has the ace of spades gets 10 minutes out in the sunshine. And it's this one big, huge guy that always beats the hell out of everybody. Who's got my ace? Who's got my ace? So people are banging their heads on the wall and everything. And they, one guy has an ace. He always pisses himself. And the guy steals it. And it's like, I got the ace. So finally they go outside. And it's just this little box that you see. That you can see 15 feet ceilings. And there's this teeny, tiny little sunlight that they see out. And that's like one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. Uh, it wasn't a great movie. But instinct, Cuba Gooding Jr. Did you cry? And, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Well, the gorilla thing. The gorilla thing is like to finally accept him. And then, like, the mother just all of a sudden, like, almost sighs and just gives him the baby as she's nursing. Like, he's looking at it like, I've finally been like, this is my life's research. And I finally see, I'm taking it. notes here because that seems like something I don't want to see. But the roommate thinks that everything I show her is a train wreck. So I might put that on, zone out, like, do some pics, you know, read for the show, come up with some topics. And just let her watch that just for the reaction. Wow. Well, instinct. It's probably <laughs> from 2000, maybe. I can't remember. Okay, so that's a recommendation. Recommendations yeah. for you guys? Um, I've got two. I don't cry a whole lot. Like, uh, I think we talked about this as a show not long ago. Uh, my wife, who she and I have been together 30 years, estimates she's seen me cry three to five times in our life. Was one of this in two of the, the Two of those were the birth of our children. Okay. So, I mean, that, that knocks two out right there that she can absolutely remember. Other than that, she's not certain. But, I mean, I'll get, you know, to me, crying and being emotional is just getting a lump in my throat and having to fight it back down. I mean, that would be crying for me, right? Um, a couple movies that came to mind when you asked this. Uh, number one, Sam I Am with Sean Penn. I, you, I Am Sam, I'm sorry. Sam I Am is the Green Eggs and Ham. Mm -hmm. I Am Sam, have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Nope. Sean Penn, Dakota Fanning, he works at Starbucks and he's intellectually disabled. Yeah. Um, I hear he's not really good in the role. Oh, he's phenomenal. That's what I heard. I, mean, I thought he won an Oscar. He's nominated for an Oscar for it. Yeah. Oh, he's phenomenal. I know, I'm pretty sure like, he's nominated. I don't know the list of Sean Penn movies I've watched and liked. Yeah. I think that might be the best role I've ever seen him in. And Dakota Fanning. Better than Spicoli and yeah, Fast Times? Uh, Dakota <laughs> Fanning is his daughter, and the court's trying to take her away from him. And she loves him, and he doesn't really, he can't comprehend what the court's doing. Like, he's oh, intellectually yeah. disabled, so he can't comprehend why would they want to take her away from him. I love her, and she loves me. I put a roof over it, I give her food, 
And oh, it's just heartbreaking. Mm. It is heartbreaking, man. I mean, damn. Yeah, it's a good movie. You know, that, I can't believe you've never seen it. I've never it. seen it. It kind of reminds me of the Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, when which is it, which you get happiness the final two minutes. That's yeah, when they find it. Yeah. But when uh, Will Smith, he's got to jump on the bus to be able to get to the shelter for the night, and his kid's got one toy. It's a Captain America, yep. I think. And he drops it. And he it. drops it, yep. and Will won't let him go back to get oh. his toy. And that made me cry. Well, right you know away. what? Yeah, did, that part didn't make me cry. I tell you what choked me up in that one was when they're asleep in the bathroom and the guy's trying to get in and he's having to, his son's asleep, but he's having to sit there with his Walk feet it. against the door. Yeah. And I'm like, God, can you imagine having to sleep in a bus station bathroom? Yeah, but I mean, imagine. That, that's if, what your life has become. If, and your son trusts you enough, he can go to sleep on you, but you can't sleep because you got to protect your son. We, we have gotten so conditioned to just, I, just taking everything for granted, I guess. Yeah. But imagine if your kid had one toy in their mm, life I know. and was homeless every night. Yep. Uh, but he knew he was going to miss the room and the food to go back and get yeah, the toy. I mean, I he had to make a parental decision. That's a tough one. Um, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. I would have missed yeah, the for uh, I am room Sam. and the food. I think I would have been. No I way. I, I probably would have. You've though. probably never slept on the street either, so you probably don't know. Yeah, I have different circumstances. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've got woken up on the yeah, street. <laughs> sleep and pass out are two different things. The other one is I'm not a huge dog person. Uh, but my dog Skip, I, I stopped in the middle because I knew where it was going. The last scene will kill you. Uh, I can't even. You're a, you're a dog person. Yeah. Like don't watch the last. Is it scene. Kevin Bacon? Is he just a dick? Is he the one that causes that, or is it something else? No, the son. Um, spoiler alert. The Frankie son. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, Frankie Muniz has grown up and he goes to uh, goes off to college, and he leaves and go to college. Goes to college now. As I remember, it's been a while since I've he seen. He doesn't him. leave the dog, does he? Yeah. What's well, a family dog? He I can't take a dog to college. You're gonna have a dog in a dorm room. So he leaves and goes to college, and I think, as I remember it, the dog, like they show the dog watching him leave, and he goes back in Frankie Munez's room, and he's trying to get up on his bed, and he's too, old. like, old, and so the mom comes and helps him up on the bed, and that's where he dies on the bed. Oh, God. That's the last scene. Buddy, that one, old. I'm not a dog person, and it tore me oh. up. Yeah, don't watch that. Yeah, like, I hadn't seen Marley and Me. I've never watched I saw that. Dog twice because of the way it ends. Good ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to be really bad, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got nothing compared to those. I've got absolutely you nothing. You cry, cry all the time. I cry over everything, so there's nothing special to me. Uh, I cry. You got all the time. that hokey ass notebook. I cry over everything. I Give mean, me I, the one I, that makes you cry every time. Well, the first time I ever cried at a movie was Brian's song way back in the day. Yeah. And sports fans remember Brian Piccolo, but that was the first time I ever that, cried. That was a sad movie. Yeah, that was the first There's time. Just the speech, the say a prayer for Brian Piccolo. Oh, yeah. When yeah. Gail Sayers breaks yeah. up and says, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I cry at Rudy. I cry when. How and, do you cry at Rudy? When everybody starts man walking and putting their jerseys down for Rudy? Oh, I'm, that's a feel-good moment. I wouldn't cry. Oh, I'm so emotional. It's like being accepted into the circle, man. Everybody's putting there, and you look out the door, and the line's all the way down. But you don't cry. You know Rudy. they really didn't do that, though. Well, I, care I, mean, I think the most of that movie is probably... <laughs> I'll tell you how much... With the five six defensive end that has <laughs> yeah. a sack at the end yeah, of the game. I, uh, didn't play for Notre Dame. <laughs> I, uh, oh, by the way, he didn't throw that pass. Did you know that? No, he did. So I, uh, it was funny, and not to interrupt no, you, okay. but on the Manning cast the other night, Vince Vaughn was on during the Bears game. He was awful, by the way. I don't know if he was just like... I, I read a lot about that. It, yeah. it was really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was that smashed. Lap. Yeah, I mean, or or on edibles or whatever. But they said that uh, in that one throw, that was not him. Wow. 
Mm. Yeah, and I, I'm like, you've got one throw to make. It's not that difficult. So throw, but, he, but he said the problem was the director, it was during a Notre Dame game. So they had to rush him oh, on the field at halftime. Right. Yeah. They had to do it right, so it was one take. That's and weird. Was, that they, they didn't trust him. I knew they did that in a Notre Dame game, but people at Notre Dame hate that movie because it's made a legend out of this Rudy guy, and it's so overblown. And it's like puts him above Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame. But you know, I went to one Notre Dame game. I don't think he's accepted that much there. But when I he was there, was and like he? yeah, he was like in a leather jacket, and there were people like coming out and get pictures, maybe. Yeah. I would I would imagine so. But I even cry. That's so emotional that when the newsroom, the HBO series from a few years ago, reenacts a scene like that because he had brought up Rudy earlier in that episode, and at the end they have a Rudy like moment on paying something that this guy had written a big check for and everybody in the newsroom wants to contribute, but they're not a multimillionaire like they had Anchor. So one person walks in and says, listen, it's not a lot, but please let that go to the, you know, a quarter of a million dollars you paid to get a hostage out of Africa here, let that go to that. And then the next person walks in the room and says, it's not a lot, but here, let that go to that. And then he gets up after the third one, looks out and the whole newsroom is lined up all the way down. They've all writing checks to, a little bit at a time. That that yeah. teared me up even. So yeah, those I mean, type I'm of moments. Choked up like you. It's so weird when you said hostages. I was thinking of the movie Argo. Really, really good yeah, movie. Yeah. When they make the announcement that they've crossed out of Iranian mm. airspace, and just the relief you see yeah, that yeah. chokes me up. I mean, stuff like that will choke me up. I don't cry, but I can feel a you know, lump that, in my throat. That's based on a true story. Oh too. yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic movie. So have you guys ever gotten more emotional about a sporting event? I bet you have than a movie. No. Like a sporting event in a movie? Like, I've only, like, kind of uh, shed tears one time at a sporting event. You know, I cried. I, I cried. When you were a kid, you probably cried all the time over Well, Bama. I cried when Alabama lost to Notre Dame. I was really, really little in 73. Um, didn't cry much after that because they haven't lost much. Um, <laughs> I was working kick six, or I would have cried if I was a kid. But, I, you know, I cried when the Bucks won the Super Bowl with Brady. Uh, that was an emotional time in the world, the pandemic. Um... I cried when we came back from the pandemic and played in full stadiums. I, I texted Brown during the jump around the jump of the around 11 o'clock in yep. Wisconsin with the All-American girl. She was jumping around and Joel and no, Gus that, were jumping that around. That was weirdly emotional. I was yeah. sitting at home bawling. Maggie's no, no, like, no. what the hell's going on up there? And I said, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. I mean, I'm tearing <laughs> no, up right now. No, I'm no, getting no, chills. No. Dunaway's we're back. right. Do you remember that? I do remember it. Um, no, I just remember it was just this release of emotion, yeah. and it just felt so normal again. I got choked up too. And Platt said he, yeah. Platt said he couldn't talk for like three or four plays being there. And you know, Maggie explained it. She came up and brought me some tissue. She came up and explained There's it to rule. me. Uh, she's like, "You guys, every day during the pandemic for 377 days, tried to be happy and acted like the, not that the pandemic wasn't going on, but in your show every day." And your show prep and stuff. You guys were always trying to do things normal, not like the pandemic. And she was like, that was you releasing everything you've kept bottled up for the entire pandemic. I think that's true. On your show. Yeah. You just you just finally grieved the pandemic right here in the middle of a Wisconsin game upstairs in our condo by yourself. Yeah. I still haven't grieved it of you. No, I've just Well, I don't think I've ever been back in your basement, have I? I don't think so. That, that basement, unfortunately, will always hold some dark memories for me, as dark as I get. Um, and that's to, not your fault. We're man. trying to change that one Saturday night at a time right now. <laughs>
You don't look happy on Saturday nights anymore. That's true. Y'all kicked me out last Saturday. <laughs> I did. We're got the run and wrap it up quick. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about it this Saturday. That's right. Tell. No, 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 no. We did the show, for those that don't know. Uh, we had to leave our studio, and we were supposed to be in separate places, but we all ended up in Lance's basement doing <laughs> We gave the show. him the double birds, <laughs> and we Except got together anyway. Except for who, you know, had to stay back at the station. Yeah. Magically couldn't catch COVID, yeah, so Rockstar he got to go to the station. Co- Rockstar yeah. was COVID-free at the station. Yeah, I had but, to do it every day. So we had to do the show from Lance's basement, and that just, that was the darkest time of my professional career, and it was unfortunately associated with your basement. I'll come back. I'm not saying I won't come back, but I just, I remember that. I don't remember I, that finally. I, I am going to look at another house tomorrow. So. Good, good. I'd like to remember your basement sometime. Good for you, man. Well, I don't know if that's good Things for me. Things are picking up, Jim. <laughs> good My for man you. Jack ain't going to like it, but. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got a good house, and it's not, again, it's not your fault. It's just that that was a dark time, man. No, you, admit you that associate, I mean, if you're at a great restaurant and the person you're with that you love chokes out over dinner, you're probably yeah. not going to. No, you're right about that. Yeah. But here's the here's the sad part about it. I need to get past this because while there was a really dark time in your basement, the idea for this was birthed in your basement. It was during that dark time that we all had the push, idea. Push, Rockstar, push. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was, in, it was yeah. in Lance's basement in those crappy dark times where we started discussing actually doing this. So. I need to get past it because there was actually happiness that came out of it. See, that's the thing. Happiness can come out of the darkness. Sometimes. Light can come out of the darkness. Right? Studio B is what we called it. Huh? Studio B is what we We did call it, it Studio B. Mm. All right. Uh, McCurry Van and Car Rental has brought you this um, strange journey that we call yeah. the Mystery Fifth Hour. If you need a car, truck, or van, trucks, SUVs, passenger vans, McCurry makes it easy. They help you get in and out fast. Locations in Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville. Call them on 2nd Avenue Northwest. Call and reserve your rental today, 256-559-1003, or visit mccurryrentals.com. That's mccurryrentals.com. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up for this. Make sure you've subscribed and set your alerts on YouTube. Like us wherever you are. Follow us at Next Round Live. Thanks for joining us on the Mystery Fifth Hour.